0: No more, and their cover of Easy this morning. Uh, quarter past seven, right here at ninety-two point nine. JB here this morning. Thanks so much for the team at Country Autos Quality Used Cars on Gun and Canoe Road. Uh, I snack the uh, cream cheese and Vegemite mix went on sale on this day back in two thousand and nine. Um, it's like the watered down creamy version of Vegemite, which I don't mind. I I I like I alternate between them all. I get you know me, Lainer. I get bored of, of the one thing too often. Mm. Even if it's the most incredible thing on the planet. Even if it's... I'm, I pains me to say this, but even the greatest milkshake flavor on the planet, Blue Heaven, if I drink that one too many times, I'll even get bored of that. So I like go... Normal Vegemite for a little while, mm. you know, maybe two jars, and then I go the Vegemite and cheese ice snack blend thing, mm-hmm. and then do that for like one jar, then a bit of Promite for a little while as well, and then maybe a bit of Marmite for a little bit, and then back to Vegemite again. So, wow,
1: that's really that's really complicated. It's a roller coaster
0: ride. Yeah. You don't yeah. do that. You just stick to no, the one thing. No, I stick
1: to the one thing, but I alternate between peanut butter and Vegemite.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Like some weeks I'll just have peanut butter like every single day on my toast. And then other weeks I'll just go, you know, Vegemite. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: What do you think? Did you like the name iSnack?
1: No, I don't understand why they put i in front of it.
0: Oh, because in 2009, that's what you did. Everything had i in front of it. Like iPhone. I know, why couldn't they be different? Why couldn't they
1: be different? It just, I don't know. It was a, I never actually tried it though.
0: It was the two on the end that was a bit dumb as well. Yeah. I snack two It's like why what is a version two of what? Oh, I don't
1: um, know. I never actually tried it though, but I have tried um I have tried Marmite and that's not too bad.
0: Yeah, that's not bad. That's why I enjoy Marmite. Yeah. I like Promite a little bit more. I it's a bit had sweeter. Promite. Oh, so. They just call it. What do you think about it? what's what's it called nowadays? If uh, someone sent in a picture of uh, saying you can still buy it now, and it's just called Vegemite and cheese. That makes jar. so
1: much more sense than ice snack. That's
0: a bit boring, though, isn't it? No, it's I mean, not. It's
1: straight to the point. You know exactly what it is. Ice snack. That yeah. doesn't tell you anything.
0: Yeah, but then yeah. they they changed it to cheesy mite though. Oh, so I like cheesy. See, yeah, there cool. we go. See, That's cool. it went ice snack. After about two weeks, I realised this is a f- total so silly. flop. Yeah, uh, and we're getting ridiculed. So then they went Cheesy Might. <laughs> they ran that for a couple of years, and now it's Might and plus cheese. That's, yeah. That's a bit lame. Cheesy Might. Cheesy Might's good. Cheesy I might.
1: like that name, yeah. Cheesy Might. It's, once again, straight to the point. You know it's Veggie Vegemite with cheese. Cheesy Might.
0: Done. Easy. Yeah. Hey, we're going to chat about art in just a moment. Big news in the art world. We'll look at that next. <laughs> Crank up 92.9 Workday. Stay supportive.
1: Coming up in local news, an extension play, Boost makes a comeback, and Footballers of the Year.
0: That is all coming up in just a moment in our local news with Lena right here at 92.9, 20 past 7. Time to look at the world of art. We don't do this very often on the show, what's going on in the world of art. Probably the last time I actually chatted about art on this program was talking about this fella, Jens Hanning. A couple of years ago, you might remember this, in a stroke of what I thought was genius at the time, <laughs> the Kunsten Museum of Modern Art in Denmark loaned this artist, Jens Hanning, a whole bunch of cash, 76,000 bucks Australian or 530,000 Danish krone, he was given to commission some artwork, darling. And what he gave the art, the museum, they, they paid him the cash. And he rocked up there with three empty canvases, blank canvases, and he called the exhibition "Take the Money and Run." <laughs> I love that. He's uh... gone to him and gone. Yes, I will do your art thing. I will do what you ask me to do. I shall call it "Take the Money and Run." Yeah. Give me the money, and I will commission you the artwork. That's how a Danish artist would talk. Yeah. And then they made him the money, and then he just rocked up there with uh, with blank canvases.
1: Yeah, okay, but there's been a new ruling, like a ruling, hey. So yeah. the,
0: the Kunsten Museum of Modern Art in Denmark obviously took the guy to court, and uh, they ruled this week that um, it wasn't uh, reasonable for the artist to do that, and... Uh, uh, Jens Hanning, the artist, has had to pay back all the money.
1: Let's hope he hasn't because- spent it no, big. <laughs> no, no,
0: exactly, <that's laughs> exactly. Lived up oh. a life of luxury, spent, bought some other artwork with it or something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the museum had upheld its side of the agreement. Uh, and uh, they said that Jens Hanning hasn't acted reasonably within his uh, reasonably or fair in his side of being an artist, and mm. it was unethical practice, and that he's had to pay back the cash, plus an extra 10,000 krone on top uh, to cover expenses such as framing, delivery, blah, blah, blah. 10,000 krone only ends up being 1,571 bucks right. Australian, but still. Uh, so there you go. He's, he's over and I think I, I actually... Listen back to the audio, the audio of the audio, okay. <laughs> the audio of this when uh, R- uh, Romy and I were chatting about this story back in 2021. And, um, you know, I was saying that this guy's going to be, like, a future Banksy or something like that. So, <laughs> I, I still... no, <laughs> no I, I, Nice I, prediction there, JB. I, I do mm.
1: still think that it was pretty smart of him because it definitely has got his name out there and he'd probably be getting some, like, way, like extra commissions and stuff. So, I yeah. do think that it was still smart on his end. And I think it was a great play on the concept. It'd be... He was probably better off, though, like, drawing some stick figures and putting them on a yeah. canvas and, um, you know, still making them maybe, like, good stick figures. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Or really small down in the bottom corner, yeah, so you yeah. get away with it. They go, you know, oh, all you've done is given us or blank canvas, and you go, no, 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 no. Look, or down paint it
1: one single color or something, oh,
0: and yeah, just paint true. it
1: green or something like that. Yeah, it's so still it's, art. Yeah, still did something. Still put paint on the canvas.
0: That's true. Yeah, mm. good point. So want- maybe next time. You'd be a little <laughs> nervous hiring the guy for anything though, would you? Yeah. <laughs> you really would. Yeah, you would. So yeah. be like hiring a, a DJ for your party or something like that and they just play like a iPod- blank CD of nothing.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: And, you know, I'm technically doing my job. You just can't hear anything.
1: Or like playing like an iPod or like a, just a playlist of something that has like, you know, you just plug it in Is and it plays.
0: What, isn't that what most DJs do nowadays? Yeah, but DJs, isn't that stu- what yeah, but DJ's still curate. Seeing?
1: Nah, uh, they still curate. There's still some thought that goes into everything they do. It's still a skill.
0: <laughs> Seven twenty. I love how you're the... You're, I'm the <laughs> DJ here and I'm poo-canning my own profession and you're defending it. I love that. That's great. 7.24 at 92.9. Guess what? what? 7:38, right here at Tamworth, number one, 92.9. JB here this morning for Country Autos, quality used cars on Gunnanoo Road. And the New South Wales Government and also the Tamworth Business Chamber are putting on your data and you for the business and the consumer workshop. This is coming up at Blazers at the West Lees Club on the 19th of October. And to tell us more all about this. It's Mark Booth, the Chief Technology Officer at Toym Technology. How are you, mate? Good. Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me, JB. Nah, no drama. It's my absolute pleasure. Tell us a little bit about uh, what inspired, I guess, Toym technology and the Tamworth Business Chamber to organise this event, your data and you.
2: So we've been doing quite a bit of work in the cybersecurity space since we started a few years ago. It's been very much driven by customer demand and, I guess, the, the awareness from businesses in the area that cybersecurity is something to sit up and really take notice of. The Tamworth Business Chamber reached out to us as a member to put on this event. They were looking at getting some resources out there into the local community, looking at all the things that have been happening in the space in the last few years and trying to just help the community and get everyone a bit more educated and upskilled. And fortunately, the New South Wales government was able to come through and help out a bit uh, with the funding to set it all up, which has been great.
0: Yeah, fantastic, that's it. Cyber crimes a term we've certainly sort of seen in the press and the media a lot lately. Can you sort of clarify, I guess, what sort of threats are most common uh, these days?
2: Yeah, certainly the most common thing that will affect the, the general consumer, the general person will be things like email threats. So yeah. the the dodgy email you see through coming, you know, buy me these gift cards, uh, I've got your information, you've been hacked, or, you know, send me this money, I need it to get out of my country and then you'll have $50 million. Hmm. Those sort of dodgy things that everyone's heard of before, but we're seeing those not just increase in volume, but also increase in just sophistication. Yeah, They're using new tools such as like ChatGPT and other AI tools to actually write much more uh, insidious and, I guess, mm, convincing emails that what you're reading there is actually the truth and not just a scam. On top of that, we see a lot of uh, mal-advertising, so advertising that you see on the web can often get infected with uh, viruses and other things to get you to click on them and get something on your computer, and we see quite a bit of increase, not in the consumer space so much, but in... Uh, data breaches of major companies that have been targeted and hacked. So, I guess there's there's quite a bit of increase off, across the board of uh, cybersecurity threats, but the most common ones to the general consumer are those those ones.
0: Yeah, because I guess um, yeah, the the Optus and the Medibank one comes to mind from last year. It was kind of like the cyber security stuff you sort of just you know heard people getting the dodgy odd email here and there or maybe some individuals being scammed out a bit of money here and there but the optus and the medibank thing kind of really did highlight that last year how widespread this is but i guess also how larger companies and corporations kind of have left themselves open in that space for sort of vulnerabilities i guess yeah absolutely i
2: think optus was the, the really big one that people first set up and took notice of, yeah. being that it was uh, primarily Australian's data that had been taken. Uh, and since then, in the last few weeks even, we've seen breaches of Dimix, the, the books retailer, yeah. and Pizza Hut yeah. even so. And we see as, as these data breaches occur across more and more platforms, people who are on multiple platforms, because they've had their data taken from so many different places, which has collected so many different pieces of information, attackers can build up sort of like a, a mosaic of yeah. a profile of you from different sources and they can get your email and a password from here. They can get your address from this other one and they can slowly piece together a full picture of you that is really just built up over time Of and gives them a lot more power to try and trick you or commit fraud against you. So really the the compounding effects of all these additional data breaches just makes it so much, so much riskier and so much worse as it goes over time.
0: Are you seeing AI affecting this a lot as well? Like as in AI both being used to get data but the data that they collect over uh, information that is hacked or collected through, um, you know, being a hacker, um, that that being used in AI as well?
2: I haven't seen anything of AI being used particularly with the people's information, but definitely AI is a bit of a buzzword, not just in the general yeah. space in technology, but certainly it's being used a lot more in, in cybercrime. And we're seeing that in the way emails are being written is utilising AI to be more convincing. We're seeing it being used to actually generate scripts and programs live on the fly so that when something gets on the computer, it doesn't need to go out to the internet to a known resource to infect you from. They can get blocked. It can actually use AI tools on the internet to generate the next piece of code. so yeah. slowly just keep building itself from there. Um, so we're seeing it actually get used in a lot of nefarious ways, unfortunately, yeah. which is not great because could be such a great tool for everyone. But yeah. obviously, uh, they're not going to sit on their laurels, the, the criminals and just let everybody use it freely, they're going to find their own the yeah. means for it.
0: Yeah, no, that's it. What can the attendees, I guess, expect to learn about data security, uh, data safety at this um, at this event coming up next month?
2: Well, we only have a range of things. We'll be looking at things like what to do if you've had your data breached, yeah. uh, how you can protect yourself, um, what tools are available to you, such as things from the, the Australian government, things that are free resources online, um, various things you can use to just uh, protect yourself like using password managers or various things that you can sort of help mitigate things before they occur and to keep yourself safe in general security practices and software, things like that. But yeah, it'll be very much geared as well to the consumer, so the general person, as well as small business. But anyone who's got an interest in cybersecurity or wants some more information, we welcome to attend.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's it. Uh, It's really easy to register. You can register online at tamworth.org.au, which is the Tamworth Business Chamber website. Uh, Registration's close on the 12th of October. It's coming up on the 19th of October at Blazers West Leagues Club. Of course, it is free of charge, proudly uh, funded by the New South Wales government and also the Tamworth Business Chamber. Mark, thank you so much. We'll catch up again uh, soon before this event is on and chat uh, more about cybersecurity and keeping yourself safe online. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, JB. Now my pleasure. That is Mark Booth, Chief Technology Officer at Toim 745 here at 92.9. That is David Kushner, Daylight, right here at 92.9, nine past day. JB here this morning, thanks to the team at Country Autos, quality used cars on Gunaganu Road. And the Deputy Mayor, Judy Coates, joins me for a chat this morning. How are you?
3: I'm well, thanks, JB. How are you?
0: Yeah, really well, really well. Thank you so much for coming in this morning. Really appreciate it. And uh, straight in the deep end for you running the council meeting this uh, this afternoon, this evening. Yes. So um, the, the, the Mayor, uh, Russell Webb, is uh, away in South Australia, I think. So, a fair bit coming up at the moment uh, at Tamworth Regional Council. A couple of awards coming up on the way for people to nominate some, um, uh, you know, some people that they think are worthy for these. We've got the Local Legends coming up, the Australia Day Awards as well, and the Sports Awards. Tell us a bit about these.
3: So, JB, it's really important that we get behind the people in our community that, yeah. that do so much in terms of volunteering or even participating in the sports. So... Um, the Local Legends is really recognising anyone that does pretty much anything in a in the sphere of the local area and what we want to do is just recognise those people for the work they've done. Now whether it's arts or whether it's crafts or whether it's other things, it, anyone that people identify as being really big contributors to the region they should think about nominating them because i think it's really important that we actually give these people a pat on the back
0: yeah no exactly that's it that's right uh the best way to
3: nominate for each of those just through the uh, tamworth regional council webpage that's probably rather than giving lots of different um um, sites to go to if they just go to um, the tamworth regional council website and and go from there and the, the same i think with the the sports awards yeah Um, they're open and those nominations actually close next week on the 5th of october okay so um anyone that's excelled as a as a team or an individual um, in the area of sport can can be nominated for that so but people do need to um get themselves uh, on board to to nominate the people yes yep
0: Exactly, yep. that's it. Yep, yep, all on the website there. And of course, we do have such a prolific uh, sporting community around the region. So
3: Ab- it's absolutely yeah. we absolutely do. And we've just seen the pretty much the end of the winter sports season, yep. and now we head into, I guess, the crossover before we go into um, into summer. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't think we should be short of nominations. No, no,
0: no. <laughs> that's it exactly. A little bit going on in the youth council space as well. We sort of don't touch on the youth council um too much uh to be honest with you but um uh, they've, they've had a few um a few things go on there
3: yeah well look, the youth council their the minutes of their last meeting are coming before us tonight and yeah and they actually do amazing things and it's not do they contribute not only do they contribute to the community but that it's also a really good professional development yeah. for these young 15 to 18 year olds and um, some of the topics, some of the things they did last month, they, they had quite a big involvement in NAIDOC week yeah. and the other thing too is they, they're they looking at engaging with some of the local organisations such as Healthwise and one of the government uh, organisations which is doing a thing called uh, Let's Talk Regional Engagement Program. Yeah. So the Youth Council can actually give input to that on on how the youth can be engaged but also how it may impact them as well. I think the other thing to mention also is the um Tamworth council is actually developing the first ever youth strategy. Okay. And I think that's really yeah. important going forward with our with our growing population and yep. the growing number of younger people yeah. in the um in the area. And at the moment what they're asking for is just some feedback through a short online survey. Yeah. And once that's come in they'll actually be doing some more um consultation and engagement but the online survey actually closes on the 8th of october so once again uh, they need to get in and actually have their say yeah and if they if they don't necessarily have an idea that they can write up if they have a a photo or picture an image of something to say this is what we'd like in our region yeah it gives some background to developing the strategy yeah fantastic and one other thing is um I just mentioned that the there's an expression of interest open at the moment for the Tamworth Regional Youth Council, and that closes this Thursday. Okay. yeah. So it's open for students between the ages of 15 and 18, and all they need is a passion for the region and its young people. Yeah, They have a monthly meeting, but they do have other little functions, and they are mentored very strongly by... I'll call it big council. Yeah. We, have, we have Councillor Mark Sutherland and yeah. Councillor Brooke Southwell who sit on that committee with them and help to guide them and plus some of the senior staff. So it's really worth young people thinking about and just remembering before 5pm this, this Thursday they need to nominate.
0: Sensational, all the details again on the Tamworth Regional Council website. Yes, absolutely. Fantastic, and a few events coming up uh, for Tamworth Regional Council in October. Fiesta Appeal this year, which is 10 days it's running for, which is really exciting for its uh, 10th anniversary. That's a great event.
3: It's an absolutely wonderful event, and aside from just having the the foods, um, they'll be looking at doing other uh, culturally, sorry, culturally. Diverse yeah. activities, yeah. and uh, we've got over eighty national nationalities yeah. represented in our region. So it should be incredible things like dance and food trails, and and uh, things like that. So I encourage. There's going to be something for everyone on one of the days. Yeah. And in amongst that, if I can just mention. Yeah. So that, festival appeal runs from the fourteenth of October to the twenty first, and on the fifteenth of October we have our new residence event, which is being held down at the skate park area. so it'll be a big a big month of cultural activities and I just think it's amazing. It's really great to have such diversity in the region.
0: Yeah, exactly that's it and those new residence events are fantastic for new residents to feel welcome, seek out some of the um, you know services I've got in the area, maybe some yep. volunteer organizations get more information, meet some people and um, hopefully that you know inclines them to stay here. Um, and you know set up shop so to speak so yeah
3: but I think that's really important and it's important for me people to remember it's we welcome Tamworth residents as a whole because yeah. we want these new residents to actually become integrated to become yeah. parts of groups whether they're church groups or sports groups or you know it might be someone down the road that you didn't know lived there and you meet them at the new residence event and it's very important that people feel welcome
0: yeah no, exactly, that's it. And finally, citizenship ceremony next month as well to welcome uh, new citizens.
3: That's correct. So that's on the 12th of October. And yeah. this this month, it's actually at the community centre. We haven't got quite a, as many uh, families. There's yeah. about 15, but they will be welcomed in the same warm manner that um, all the others have been. So that's, that's at 10am on October 12th.
0: Fantastic. Well, Deputy Mayor Judy Coast, thank you so much for the chat this morning. Really appreciate it. We'll chat again soon.
3: My pleasure. Thanks,
0: JB. Thank you very much. Cheers for that. 16 past eight right here at 92.9. The Harvey Norman smash for cash will play on the way next. That is Loud Luxury Body right here at 92.9. That is it for me. Amelia is up next, getting into our nine at nine. Uh, JJ's Pizza Grabs. Couldn't give it away this morning with our uh, brain size. Some great guesses for Oh my for God, it. not good enough. No, I know. Nah. No. No, not
4: was good the enough. Brainstorm?
0: You'll find six of these in the average kitchen. <laughs> yeah,
4: you know well my first thought was. No, what? don't say it. What? Cockroaches?
0: <laughs> <laughs> didn't have that as a guess. <laughs> oh, strangely enough. I don't know. B- six. Breadcrumbs. No.
4: Six. Is it like a utensil or something? Yeah, I was no. Like no. Lots Forks. of guesses
0: for utensils, tongs, wooden spoons, mugs, tea towels.
4: Average
0: of six uh, mixing bowls. Is it just
4: appliances in general?
0: Saucedons. Six coffee
4: machines in your house. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One in every room.
0: Coffee machine collector. No. No. Oh. No. Not that. Uh, do you want? Do you want the answer? Sure. Yeah. Or, yeah? Uh, you'll find six of these in the in the average kitchen. Fridge magnets. Oh, stop. We're looking for. Oh. So There you go. Stop.
4: I think I have two.
0: You got two? Really? Yeah. Ah. I've
4: got way Unless more you that. count the alphabet letters. Then yeah, I've got I don't know about thirty they're yeah. magnets. Yeah. Okay. Well, I've got about thirty
0: yeah. magnets okay. on my cool. fridge. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. How, how many? What? How many do you have? I probably have thirty, about? but they're not. Thirty? Really? Yeah, mate. Really?
4: You collect magnets. those in your travels? Yeah. Ah, and also just for fun. The spoons like, are not cool. Sp- so, yeah, we don't do the spoons yeah. anymore. It's magnets, okay? So you've got the magnets. Um, I used to do shot glasses when I was eighteen. Yeah, oh, okay. I've got a whole cupboard full of shot glasses.
0: Well, luckily but the answer wasn't you'll find six of these in the average kitchen because you'd blow out the averageness if the answer was shot yeah, glasses. <laughs> nah. so, i Have about. St- still got all of them?
4: <laughs> yeah, they're just in the in the cabinet, just sitting there collecting dust. Never use them. Oh. My yeah. Gold Coast shot glasses and in- in- big inter- pineapple. International ones
0: as well or mainly just? Yes,
4: I've got one from Hollywood. Oh, cool. Yeah, So do I. Yeah. Aww.
0: That would be weird if it's the exact same shot glass. That would be funny. There's just like one shot glass company out there that's just got the one Hollywood designer that they sell <laughs> to all of them. That would be weird. Can you both bring in your Hollywood shot glasses and we can do a reveal and see if yeah. they are? Yeah. Mine, so. mine
4: looks a bit bad now because I put it in the dishwasher. Oh. I couldn't, but couldn't tell but you but what mine looks still... like. That was six years ago.
0: I was about to say you put some like really heavy alcohol in there, I need to wash it. Amelia is up next. I'll chat to you tomorrow. Stephen from Guzmani Gomez here. Let's talk about our legendary. Morgan Wallen, last night, 8.51, right here at 92.9. JB here this morning. Thanks to the team at Country Autos Quality Used Cars on Gunning Road. Morning, Amelia. Morning, Ames.
4: Morning. Morning. The A-team is here. Yeah. You know. Yeah. A-team in the house. What's going on? Uh, not much here at work. Yeah, we just got to work.
0: What's yeah. the longest? <laughs> so, I find this strangely uh, weird. It's Sleep Health Week this week. Oh, okay. Which is a crap week to pick it because Daylight Savings starts on Sunday, which I think throws everyone's sleep pattern out of whack. Yeah, It's International Sleep Week, so the guys who designed this isn't going to give a crap about Daylight Savings starting in Australia. Yeah. I just find it strangely ironic to pick the same week that we go into Daylight Savings. Mm-hmm. What's the longest... You're, you're a mom, so you don't really give a crap about sleep. I you're don't, like, I don't sleep. What, what is sleep? <laughs> What's the longest you've ever stayed awake? While well, we talk about sleep, Ooh. health, and horrendous sleep healthiness.
4: I don't think I've made 24 hours. Oh, well, then again.
0: Really? 24? Uh,
4: Do you mean 48?
0: They're rookie numbers. No, I'm just trying to, to think. The wolf you've, never of Wall Street. A, you've
4: never pulled an all-night.
0: Sure, you've done more than Come 24 on. hours. You're a mum. Well,
4: Surely.
0: I can't remember.
4: You just said this is the magic. <laughs> this <laughs> is the magic of motherhood that yeah. makes you forget these things, yeah. so you go back and have another one. I, I know what you're doing to me. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um... <laughs> Maybe over twenty four hours when I had Ali, I just can't remember. Yeah, because she came at like three o'clock in the morning. Oh, okay. And I'd been awake since seven for my sister's wedding. Um,
0: Longest you've stayed? Uh, Longest you've <laughs> stayed awake? Then
4: I don't know. Oh, sorry.
0: Longest you've slept? Longest you've slept?
4: I used to get. I used to get a good twelve hours. That's good. Yeah. That's
0: what you get, that was the days. Now
4: I'm like, if I'll be lucky, if I get seven
0: amelia the longest you've stayed awake for <laughs> uh, why are you
4: laughing <laughs> why I'm, did uh, you say that and immediately laugh what do you think i am some sort of party animal yes
0: yeah True. pretty much
4: uh yeah <laughs> yes, <truly. laughs> i think I, I don't know definitely i think maybe 48 hours but that also includes like travel like oh, you know okay. i've been on like 18 hour flights and like i can't sleep on planes yeah there you go. so then like you're awake here for a day and then you do the flight and then you get there at a stupid time so yeah. you stay awake the whole day so you don't get jet lag yeah like stuff like that i've done a 24 hour flight did you stay awake
0: i think say so you did i did just, just yeah, say yeah yes. 100% yeah, yeah. yes yeah. just for the interest of i don't
4: think if i slept i don't think it was for very long no yeah yeah, yeah
0: okay <laughs> yeah i yeah. did maybe I think 36 hours is as long as i've stayed awake
4: what's that three days so
0: yeah no oh, no about oh, a day and a half a day and a half <laughs> yeah 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 three days <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I, <laughs> I'm m- are you, like yes that makes sense like,
4: <laughs> the math you, isn't mathing okay <laughs>
0: are you are you sleep deprived as we
3: speak it sounds like <laughs> i <it>. could be <laughs>